You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Gators Breakdown episode 121 is ready to go. The recruiting trail is getting hot, starting with Dan Mullen in his first class with the Gators early signing period. We'll have somewhat of an effect, and we will break all that down here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And joining me this episode of Gators Breakdown from the 24-7 Sports Network and GatorBreak.net is Blake Alderman. Blake, along with Thomas Goldcamp and Luke Stampini, run that site uh, second to none in all the coverage uh, that they bring when discussing the Florida Gators. So, Blake, I can't thank you enough for joining me here on Gators Breakdown again. Absolutely. Always always good to come back on. It's been a little while, though. Yeah, it has been. Uh, you know, everything we, we were talking about before we came on, everything was kind of a whirlwind with McElwain getting fired and then the hiring of Dan Mullen and just the, uh, the season, the last month of the season in general for us. Sure, it's been quick. I know. I feel like it was just the other day I was sitting there watching the end of the FSU game, and now it's like, you know, what, what are not, where was my life these last couple <laughs> weeks? Like, I feel like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, man, what was I doing? I was on autopilot. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this dead period. I'm looking forward to uh, this big upcoming weekend, and uh, I'm looking forward to things kind of slowing down. I'm not going to lie. I know fans are probably going to be like, no, no, please, but please <laughs> think of me a little bit. <laughs> there we go. Uh, absolutely. So uh, what can guys uh, look for uh, uh, from you guys coming up at 24-7 and GatorBait.net? Well, we know the Gators don't have a bowl game, of course. They're recruiting under new head coach Dan Mullen is the main topic these days. Sure. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, every the hot topic now is, you know, filling this coaching staff. And I, I think that, uh, you know, that's something that they're going to continue to do the rest of this month and through the, you know, the first of the year. So we'll have, you know, coverage on that. And obviously recruiting is, is you know, these guys have been everywhere. You know, we've been trying to give up-to-date coverage on, you know, every visit that these uh, assistants are out making and, you know, how these in-home visits are going. And, you know, maybe some of these guys that, uh, you know, that this new staff can reel in and, and some guys that should be on Florida's radar. So, you know, we've, we've had – Wall-to-wall coverage, it's been busy, and I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, this big uh, upcoming weekend and then things even kind of maybe slowing down, hopefully. <laughs> Absolutely. So, guys, definitely uh, go check out uh, 24-7 sports, GatorBait.net uh, for great recruiting coverage and uh, Gator coverage in general uh, with basketball season out there, too. Remember, you can find all your Gators Breakdown episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube, Google Play now as well. Search on those sites. you get the links by following Gators Breakdown on Twitter and on Facebook at Gators Breakdown. Hey, look, when you're on Google Play, iTunes, rate and review the show. Let Gator Nation know what they're getting with Gators Breakdown. So, uh, Blake, you mentioned it has been a little while since we, we've had you on and, and talked to you. So, 
How would you grade the Gators hire of Dan Mullen overall? And then specifically for recruiting, we know it's hard to recruit to Starkville, Mississippi, and it's been almost a decade since he's been able to recruit with the Gator logo on his chest. Sure. You know, I give it a B, you know, I, I thought at first it was, you know, kind of a comfort zone hire, you know, Scott Strickland, you know, with, with their time working together at Mississippi state, obviously he's from that Florida tree, but you know, the more you really think about it, it, it really was a hire that made sense. You know, you, you have a guy that, has been a part of successful tenure at Florida. You know, he knows what it takes. And, and the more I thought about it, it, it's, there's a certain kind of swag you have to have in Florida. And, you know, whenever he was doing his press conference and Dan was name dropping so many of these Gators, I think that was the thing that a lot of people at Florida, you know, there's people that are involved, you know, you have Steve Spurrier upstairs, you know, right there, you know, or right down the hall or whatever, you know, name dropping like that you know, going to the uh, Hall of Fame inductee with him, you know, he just knows the way that Gator Nation, it's what they want in a coach, uh, someone that is, you know, has ties to the program and just knows what it means to be there. And I think that's something that Dan has, has kind of shown, um, you know, really being, you know, I, a lot of recruits even say it too, that he's really excited to be there. And, you know, you can tell that from him, how he talks, you know, doing little videos while he's out on the trail. And I know a lot of visitors this past weekend, said that, you know, the energy is there. So, you know, I think that it's more impressive of a hire, but, you know, I give it a B. You know, I think that it's not the big-time splash hire that's going to get headlines everywhere, but I think he's going to do get the job done. And, you know, I think that fans are going to be pleasantly surprised at what he can do for offense. Yeah, and, you know, coming in, he's going to have some philosophical shifts on both sides of the ball. Uh, Gators will now go to more of a power spread uh, with a big emphasis on running the ball. Um, but also on the other side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, shifting from a 4-3 to a 3-4. In Mullen's short time, can we see the differences in targets because of these shifts on both sides of the ball? Or, or, or is the Gator board, recruiting board now changing with what, the style of play he's going to bring to Gainesville? Yeah, you know, I, I think the defense, you're going to see a little changes there. Obviously, uh, linebacker is, is kind of an emphasis that they need to look on. And, you know, I've seen Grantham out. You know, Nick Benito is, is a guy uh, out at St. Thomas Aquinas that, you know, kind of fits that spacey 3-4 rush outside linebacker. Andrew Chatfield is another big-time target that's kind of moving up on Florida's board. Not that he wasn't already a, a big-time target for Florida after he landed that offer. But, you know, Grantham, these are some of the first guys that he's targeted. Quay Walker is another guy. He's an Alabama commit that got a visit from Florida earlier this week. You know they're going to need some guys when they kind of move to that to that uh, style of, of defense that Todd uh, that Coach Grantham's going to bring in there. Uh, you know JUCO guys. That's that's kind of another philosophy that Coach Mullen has brought in on the recruiting trail. You know being over there in at Mississippi State and having all those junior colleges around there. You know that that's a way to juice up your roster. You know you want to add some you know some some experience on there. You know you can pluck a couple guys from junior college, maybe even on the line. Uh, linebacker, you know, I don't know wh where they're at with junior college linebackers, but, you know, they definitely have hit some guys in the trenches on the defensive line and offensive line for sure. And I think that's where you're going to see that Coach Mullen is going to try to beef it up and, you know, really kind of get that offensive line pushing because, like you said, he he's going to try to run the ball in that offense for sure. Um, and, and looking, you know, kind of a more of a mobile quarterback, you know, I uh, think that that's kind of the thing we're going to look at. He just offered Jalen Jones, a, a 2019 quarterback that was a former Mississippi State commit, six foot, 380 pounds, can throw and run it. I think you're going to kind of see him bring more of a mobile quarterback into there. Uh, also with Coach Grantham's defense, kind of those bigger corners. 
you have a former uh, Florida State commit, and he's listed as a safety, John Huggins, out at uh, Daytona Mainland. But he was offered by Grantham as a cornerback. He's a 6'2", 200-pound kid. So really big physical corner that can play safety, can play nickel, kind of one of those guys that's – I call them plug-and-play guys because you can fit him in and, and wherever you really need him, and, and he can probably have some success there. So I think that those are going to be really the big parts that you see that maybe some kind of change on the recruiting trail with how – Coach Mullen, you know, really targets these, you know, these prospects when he's putting together these boards. Yeah, Blake, I know it's early and he's only been on the job for a couple of weeks. Uh, and, and Will Miles just kind of he, he sent this in, kind of wanting to know, you know, is there a difference in what you've seen so far between Mullen and McElwain on the trail? Is is McElwain more hands on, or uh, is is it does you know a little like McElwain try to delegate a lot of the recruiting, but Mullen seems to be a little more hands on, maybe. Sure. You know, I think that Coach McElwain was more of a, you know, bring him in on official visit, you know, definitely spend that time in there. And, you know, McElwain definitely had a couple targets that, you know, Jacob Copeland was, you know, was a main recruiter was McElwain. So, you know, he had some guys, but I think it was more of, like you said, he delegated it to a lot of his assistants and kind of trusted them to, you know, not only take care of their areas and then kind of pass it on to your position coaches. You kind of form that relationship. So, you know, I think that was kind of the, the mold there. And, and, you know, Mullen really seems to be a lot more hands-on, like you said, um, you know, I even saw that on his Twitter account. I think it was a couple weeks ago. Um, he put a video out when he was on the recruiting trail, you know, just excited to be here. I'm out here working hard. You know, those are things that are really kind of more personable. And I think that's really kind of the thing from Coach Mullen is, is he has much a bigger personality. And I think that that's something that recruits are going to pick up on fans I think are picking up on and uh you know obviously his coaching staff he, you know he wants those guys that are going to go in there and and do their job and get their guys but maybe some guys that uh you know are kind of you know those dogs on the trail you know those guys that are going to really go in there and recruit really hard and you know I think McElwain kind of added some of those guys later on in his staff but really kind of his inaugural staff really wasn't maybe the, the you know the the A-list team for, for SEC recruiting and uh you know I think that the lack of kind of an alpha recruiter there really kind of hurt McElwain too and, and I think that Coach Mullen really kind of understands that, and I think he's going to try to get some guys on there that are, you know, really going to put in that extra effort on the trail. Uh, so we know early signing period's coming. It, it, it kind of is changing the recruiting world. Uh, we're figuring out, and hey, Florida has a new staff that's also trying to figure this out while, you know, they're figuring out the job and early recruiting all at the same time. So, you know, does is there, are there leftovers from current, you know, the Michael Wing commits that are going to, still plan on early assigning, early rolling, early enrolling, or are they delaying decision till February or, or you know, how, how would this class look after the first early signing period? You know, I think that you're going to see a lot of Florida's guys take advantage of that early signing period. Uh, I, I've been trying to catch up with a couple guys. There's, you know, still kind of a couple of stragglers that I have left, but you know, Florida could have it, you know, at least for my count right now with, with a couple names still left, they could have 10 of their 13 guys, you know, take advantage committed now take advantage of that early signing period. A couple of those guys obviously will, will enroll early, but, uh, you know, it's definitely good for Florida to have this, you know, this big chunk of their class out of the way. You can have these guys already in the fold. They can come and visit whenever they want due to, you know, once you sign those papers, you can come in and see coaches during the dead period or what have you. Um, you know, that, that's something that, that, you know, can build more on that bond. But then also let's, you know, Coach Mullen not only fill his staff, but also kind of piece together, you know, the, the recruiting board going forward. Okay, we got these guys on deck. What's our needs now? Where do we need to attack it? And I think that that's where you're going to see them go in January where they piece together more of these official visitors and, and kind of attack other positions of need. Gotcha. So we know, finally, uh, Mullen kind of got to bring recruits on to the Florida campus as, as being head coach. There's, this past weekend, 
finally the, the first official official where players could officially visit Florida with him as head coach. It seemed to go well with not many recruits, on, you know, not a lot of them on, on campus. You know, the, the numbers were kind of kind of small compared to some of the visits you get. But hey, Florida even got a commitment out of it with uh, Evan McPherson, the kicker, flip from Mississippi State. Uh, seemed to all go well for the most part with uh, Mullen's first official visit weekend. You know, I, and I think that the reason why you saw kind of a smaller number is because, you know, the, the recruiting game now, man, it, it's everyone wants to get your final visit. I think that that's where you'll see maybe a little bit more names on the the, vis, the visitor list this coming weekend with guys coming in. But, uh, you know, they had a lot of guys that were committed there that are planning on signing early and enrolling early. So it got a chance for them to, you know, kind of bond with some of those guys. Obviously, five-star Jamari Salyer was the bigger name, but I, I think he's going to head to Georgia despite taking that visit to Florida. I think that that's where my crystal ball is on the 24-7 Sports Network. Uh, right now, I put that in. Uh, I think last week I was a, one of the later guys to put it in, but, you know, it still counts. Um, <laughs> I, I guess, uh, you know, when you look at it, it was successful because they get the kicker. Uh, it gets some of those, you know, those commits – uh, really kind of more personable time with the new coaching staff because it's, it, you know, they're not so much focused on guys that aren't committed, if that makes sense. They can spend more time, you know, the coaches aren't preoccupied with trying to, you know, wine and dine some of these other guys on their board and it can really get those relationships forged because, you know, th there are some new faces in Gainesville for them to get to know. So, you know, I think overall it was successful, you know, guys committed there a lot more solid than they, you know, maybe were coming in and, uh, you know, obviously got a commitment from a kicker because, uh, if Eddie does head to the NFL, that's something that you have to keep an eye on. It, it's definitely a, a guy that can bring in a really solid leg. And I, I think I saw a video on Twitter that he was uh, he hit a field goal from 60 yards, so he's got some range. And, uh, you know, it's definitely good to have a – I think Florida fans all know that, you know, having one of those kickers is important for your team. Absolutely. And it seems like they could just really never take advantage of Pinero <laughs> and having a uh, uh, offense that could uh, take help take advantage of him. I've been waiting for Evan and Eddie to have like a really sick YouTube video of them hitting like from 90 yards in the IPF because <laughs> I know it's going to be coming. They, they both have really long, uh, really can kick from really far. So I, I'm expecting some kind of trick shot video. Oh, it's got to happen. Yeah, it's got to happen. Maybe, maybe a pro day or something. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Uh, Blake Alderman from 24-7 Sports Network, GatorBait.net, joining us here on Gators Breakdown. Uh, Blake, we know, the hot name out there, of course, quarterback Matt Corral. Finally got a visit from Dan Mullen on Monday. Uh, Corral will use his official visit this coming up weekend. Uh, Florida has the offensive staff, uh, most of the offensive staff ready to go, it seems, with Mullen, Gonzalez, recently hired Brian Johnson, Hevesy. Uh, and you know that should pay dividends dividends when Corral visits campus and other offensive recruits visit campus this weekend. But is it just more about showing Corral love with the new staff, or is there legit worry he could not end up in this class after visiting Ole Miss last week? You know, I think that there was a little bit of worry at first because I think whenever you know, I think there might have been some ill feelings whenever you. You know, Coach Mullen w was out seeing a lot of these other quarterbacks out there, maybe saw a couple names. You know, Justin Fields was the big guy that, you know, Mullen really was one of the first kids that I think Mullen saw for in-home visits. So I, I think there may have been some ill feelings there. But, you know, I, I do feel like he's starting to come around. Obviously, Coach Mullen getting in there and getting that visit. You know, Coach Gonzalez, I believe, was there the, the week before, two weeks before, something like that, to do that visit there. So, you know, I do think that there there was a little bit of a slighted feeling, but I do think that that started to come around. Obviously, Dan, I, I think, wanted to wait until he had uh, had the new quarterbacks coach in there, and that was obviously good for him to see it and get that visit. And, you know, I do think that, uh, you know, that there was uh, – 
uh, or a chance that maybe if, at one point during the coaching transition that he was looking around, maybe trying to set up some visits where and see what his options are. But I think now that the hire's in there, he's starting to get that relationship is on a better foot now with Coach Mullen and obviously getting that final visit before he signs. I do think that's kind of solidified things up, getting him there. Matt always has a really good time every time he comes down to Gainesville. So, you know, I expect him to have a good time, get a chance to bond with these coaches more. And, uh, you know, I, I do think that this weekend could be good for him and, and you know, really kind of lock things up. Even if he does sign Blake or an early sign, early enrollee, would you expect another quarterback to be in the class? Would you expect maybe a, a lower tier three, a dual dual threat quarterback out there, or uh, just another quarterback in general, just to get more arms? I mean, Florida has you know many quarterbacks they can point to right now with Felipe Franks, uh, you know Kyle Trask, Jake Allen. You, know, you may even throw Kadarius Tony in there. We don't know what Mullen maybe maybe can see in him as well. Uh, do you think there's somebody else they could be looking at as uh, as well as far as the recruiting world goes? You know, I really don't have any names right now. I think that Florida will, you know, maybe try to keep it. I do think that they try to take two quarterbacks. I think you'll look for a guy that's maybe a little bit more mobile. Um, but right now, I don't know any names. You know, they may try to rattle, you know, come back and circle the wagon on Justin Fields again. Mullen has used his one and only head coaching visit, so he won't be able to go back in early. So, you know, it would kind of have to be, you know, maybe some of these assistants or something trying to maybe, you know, just kind of kick the tires and see what happens. You know, I, I do think that you'll see another quarterback maybe come to, to – you know, maybe the top somewhere uh, after the early signing period where maybe Mullen can kind of piece things together during the dead period or something like that. Um, you know, I don't really have any names right now other than I think Justin Fields is the obvious one if Florida does want to keep trying and, and, and see if they can eventually get a visit or something. Uh, that could be one. But, you know, I think we'll wait and see how some visits or maybe some even names pop out through maybe December to January. Got you there. So, of course, uh, we've been mentioning it the last couple uh, uh, talkbacks here of Hey, another visit weekend coming up. Blake, you have some names that uh, uh, will be visiting campus this week for Mullen's second official official visit weekend. And, uh, you know, the, probably, uh, of course, led by Matt Corral, with some big names coming sure. on campus. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I'm still kind of piecing together the visitor list as I go along. I expect it to maybe uh, it could shrink. It could even have a couple names come to it. But right now I'm looking at Florida commit Tyquan Thornton, Florida commit David Reese, uh, Brennan Radley-Hiles. He's a, a – Four-star cornerback from uh, – he's in the IMG area, but from California originally. Cornerback uh, John Huggins, he was that, that jumbo DB that I mentioned earlier. Corral. Uh, Trey Dean, four-star defensive back out of Georgia. He's a former Tennessee commit, has visited Alabama and Kentucky this past weekend, and he'll visit for this weekend. He's an early signee, early enrollee. And then uh, they'll have Juco uh, offensive tackle Noah Banks. Um, from. He'll be there Saturday and Sunday. He's taking a midweek visit to Texas on Thursday and Friday, so he'll be there on Saturday. But that, that's right now; those are the names that I'm looking at for uh, to be in town this weekend. Gotcha, gotcha. And of course, Blake, before I let you go, I've got this question uh, a lot here: uh, linebackers. It seems to be the uh, the, the position where uh, uh, Gator fans out there are more are worried about the most uh, when looking at the defense, of course, and you know the lack of the, the lack of production they got from that that grouping this past uh, season and looking at the depth behind them, there's not much there. So linebacker seems to be a point of emphasis for fans out there. Sure. You know, I think that, you know, Chatfield was one that I mentioned as one of those kind of those three, four outside linebackers. Nick Benito over there at St. Thomas is one. He doesn't have an offer yet, but Grantham has looked into him and is kind of building that relationship with him. And I expect him to take a visit and Florida to be a factor if they do offer there. Um, Quay Walker, also another guy I mentioned earlier, uh, he's an Alabama commit still looking around. I think Florida has some work to do there. They're going to need some linebackers, especially bringing that shift to the defense, like I said. So I expect some more names to kind of pop up as Grantham kind of continues to piece things along. But, you know, right now he's really kind of focusing on those guys. Absolutely. As well as David Reese, who's committed in there and who will be signing early. 
Yeah, I mean that that's one, of course. That, that's glad the previous staff was able to wrap him up because the, right. You know, this, Does it help whenever his older brother played for Mullen at Mississippi State? Either I don't know that there was really even kind of as soon as that hire was there when I like it was the light bulb for me and I was like, oh yeah, this he's not going anywhere. Not only that, but come on, we got to have the chance of getting two David Reese's that linebacker on the field at the same time, don't we? Sure. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> Spider Man uh, uh, meme they have oh, on them when they're pointing to each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that should be fun. I'm sure uh, announcers won't like that too much. Yeah, I know. I could see Mick in there with both David Reese's on the field at the same time. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure some fun people, some people will try and have fun with it. But uh, yeah, there we go. It should, it should be a fun time if both of them get on the field at the same time. That should probably be a good thing if both on the field at the same time. So, uh, Blake. Uh, so you know, uh, what's coming up this weekend? Uh, of course, the official visit weekend. And how can uh, uh, fans find you on Twitter, follow you there, and uh, what to look for uh, as the visitors are on campus this weekend and the updates you guys will be, will be providing. Sure. You can follow me on Twitter at Blake, uh, at Blake underscore Alderman. That's my Twitter handle. I'll put out a lot of my content and, and a lot of the stories that we have on the site. And, uh, you know, the really the place to get all the info is, is florida.247sports.com. That's where we'll have all of our coverage from the recruiting weekend coming up. Uh, Thomas Goldcamp, who's really done a good job of covering the team and, and through that, this coaching search, he's had some uh, a recent VIP update on uh, some of the coaching hires and names to keep an eye on. So, you know, we expect it to be pretty busy as we kind of carry this on to the new year. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Blake joining us, like I said, from 24-7 Sports, GatorBait.net, uh, Florida site there. Um, guys, go out there and join Alligator Alley on that site too. Uh, plenty of uh, input on the on the message board. Uh, so back and forth. Hey, it's fun on there sometimes, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, always. Uh, this guys uh, do, do good in supporting us here on Gators Breakdown. So, uh, Blake, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us here. Thanks for all the support you guys give us. Absolutely, anytime. All right, I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Uh, guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.